0: And this is Dan. Together we pastor Hope Culture Church in Elgin, Illinois. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Awesome. I'll just wrap it. Man, it is so good to be with you guys. Thank you so much, Dan. Love you, man. I'm I'm just amped to be with you guys. Uh, I... I don't know if you guys know this, but you have some amazing pastors. Um, yeah, yeah, come on, get up. Uh, Pastor Dan and Pastor Abigail, uh, they are very special. and I, uh, So we, we actually went to the same college, not at the same time. Um, but we went to the same college, and they visited our church for a short amount of time, and I just remember meeting them and being like, man, this couple is so special, and to see all of you guys here, I'm just blown away by what God does, and I know that there's so much life change that's taken place in your life because of the faith steps that Pastor Dan and Pastor Abigail has taken, and so you guys are in good hands, amen? Do you have your Bibles today? yeah or your phones that 's fine too it's it 's less spiritual but it 'll work um, well uh we i, I want to so my uh, my church in chicago uh, i 've been there for about sixteen years i 'm um, one of the pastors on staff there I have uh four kids my oldest is twenty six She's adopted, just in case you were wondering. I am not uh, that old, but I, um, I have a 26-year-old, and then I have a 10-year-old son, and then I have a 9-year-old daughter, and then I have a 7-year-old son. So my life is very full and very fun. And uh, and so, as Pastor Dan says, I want to talk to you guys about breakthrough, and I've been praying for you. Uh, as I've been preparing this message, and even this morning, I've been praying That the issues that you're going through specifically, that God would begin by his spirit to just bring those out and that he would begin to give you a plan to see victory in your life. How many of you want to see breakthrough in your life? Amen. And online, I know that you're joining in with us. And I want to encourage you, open up your Bibles with me to 2 Samuel chapter 5. And we're going to begin in verse 17. Uh, But before that, you know... uh, I want to give a little context to break through my uh, my youngest son, in fact, all of my kids, they love to eat. Um, I don't know. I hear from a lot of parents that they have a hard time getting their kids to eat. I have the opposite problem. I have a hard time stopping them from eating. There's actually a phrase in our house, "The kitchen is closed because my kids are constantly asking for more food when dinner comes to a certain point. It's like, look." Th- there has to be a reasonable point where you stop putting food in your mouth. Dinner is over, kitchen is closed. And so, my kids, they're all about food. And, and my youngest, um, he is probably the champion of eating uh, out of the kids. He loves to eat. And so, um, but the thing about him is when he eats, I think that his clothes eat more than his mouth does. When he eats, it is a full-body experience. He, he is engaged in the food. There's, there's food on the floor. There's food on his chair. There's food on his pants, on his shirt. And, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever he's eating, you always know there's one of these going on. He's constantly uh, having just a party with his meal. And, and so my wife and I are trying to break this, as you can imagine, and, and so one of the things that we've done is we said, hey, listen, because he, he loves, you know, one thing that he loves more than food is money. And so we've said, hey, listen, if, if you want to buy your own clothes, we will give you a budget to buy your own clothes. However, you have to go one week without ruining your clothes And so he's super amped, right? He's sitting at the table. He's like, he's believing this is so possible. He's like, oh, totally. I could totally be disciplined enough not to uh, uh, smear my food all over my clothes. Of course I can do that. And so he sits down, but this amazing things happen. When the food comes before him, all inhibitions are gone. It's like a spell comes over him, and all of a sudden he sees this meal, and he's like, he forgets about all of his dreams and his desires for, for that budget, to buy his own clothes. And he goes full in. He is eating with all of his might. And before you know it, I'm like, hey, Elliot, why are you wiping your mouth with your sleeve? And his face is like, my son needs breakthrough. I, want, I came here to just ask you to pray for him. That's, that's the reason that I'm here. I, I, he needs a breakthrough. And maybe, maybe you today, uh, maybe you have something that's a little bit more serious. Some of you, maybe you need a financial breakthrough. You're not sure why. Maybe there's debt. Maybe there's, there's things in your life that you're just, I, I, for whatever reason, you just can't get a hold of it. I believe that God, he wants to give you breakthrough. He wants to help you. Maybe there's a relational breakthrough that you need. Maybe you have a wayward child, someone that you've raised and that you've been praying for and that you've been believing for, but for whatever reason, the seeds that you have sown have not borne fruit yet. You need a breakthrough. Maybe some of you need a breakthrough in your spiritual gifts. You've been praying and you know that God has more in store for you. He's got places that he wants to take you and things that he wants to do in your life. And you've been praying, God, I want more. I want to see you break through for me in my personal life, in my own spiritual gifts. And, And you're believing that God is going to do that, but you haven't seen it yet. I believe God wants to bring you breakthrough. Maybe your marriage is rough right now. Maybe other people don't know, and you know, you drove here and fighting in the car, and you walked in here and you're like, ready for church. And maybe you need a breakthrough in your marriage. Maybe God wants to restore some some things that have been spoken, some things that have been said. You need a breakthrough. Well, the good news is, and Pastor Dan already said this, is that. God is the God of breakthrough, and I want to read this passage to you because I believe that we're going to find some of the areas that we actually can hinder breakthrough, but even more importantly, the roadmap and the way to breakthrough. So if you have your Bibles, or if you have your phones, we forgive you. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I read the Bible from my phone all the time. But uh, uh, 2 Samuel chapter 5, beginning in verse 17, and I'm reading from the, the English Standard Version. And it says this, when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Now let me give you a little bit of context. David, in this text, what's happened is he has just been anointed king over all Israel. And what that means is that all of the tribes of Israel have now been united. They were separated prior to this. But now all the tribes of Israel are now united under one kingdom and under one king. This had been prophesied over David's life, some scholars believe, over 20 years prior to this. He had been king already over Hebron, and now he's moving into finally being king over all Israel. You know, I, 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 I saw this, and I believe that the enemy, he works in very similar ways. He doesn't have very many new tricks. And you know, whenever people are united, whenever the kingdom is united... And whenever you begin to walk into the calling that God has placed on your life, I want you to know that the devil is going to attack you. When this church becomes united, when, when relationships are, are restored, and, and when, when there's, a, when there's a, a, a gelling of missions and of purpose in this place, when you begin to pray and you begin to see God move in powerful ways as he's doing right now, no, the devil is going to come against you. The devil's going to attack. That's what it was happening here. It says in verse 18: Now the Philistines had come out and spread, excuse me, had come and spread out in the valley of Rephim. And David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will certainly give the Philistines into your hand. And David came to Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breaking flood. Therefore, the name of that place is called Baal-perazim. And the Philistines left their idols there, and David and his men carried them away. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread out in the valley of Rephim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, You shall not go up. Go around to the rear and come against them opposite the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then rouse yourself, for the Lord has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. And David did as the Lord commanded him and struck down the Philistines to Geba, uh, from Geba to Gezer. I want to tell you today keep asking for breakthrough. Keep asking for breakthrough. God has things that he wants to do in your life, and, and, and I believe that there's not one person in this room, whether you need a financial breakthrough, whether you need a breakthrough in growth, some of you, you might say, man, I've been saved for a long time, but maybe you were like me. You have been saved for years, but you hadn't broken through to an area where you began to bear fruit in exponential ways, and, and you say, God, I want to see you break through. Today, every single one of us, we need a breakthrough. We need to go to the next place that God has for us. And you know, one of the key things that happens as we keep asking for breakthrough and as we, as we believe for breakthrough is we have to first of all do like David did and we have to recognize the enemy in our valley. Sometimes the reason that we don't break through is because we're not acknowledging the issues in our life. Sometimes there's an addiction, sometimes there's uh, some sort of, uh, of hindrance, maybe it's, a, maybe it's just, we've called it a, a, our personality, and actually God wants to break that off of us. And, and, and there's things in our life that are holding us back from being good fathers, from being good brothers, from being good friends, from being good ministers. There's things in our life, and and we have to first of all acknowledge, hey, you know what? The enemy is in my valley. The valley of Rephim, that word Rephim, is a reference to a nation of giants. And so when David was looking at this valley, he was saying, I know that I've already killed a giant before. The Bible tells about that earlier. He says, I know that I've already killed a giant before, but the army of the Philistines is here to attack. And the first thing that he did was he asked. When you're facing a challenge, you could have experience. You can have all sorts of different things. You, can have, uh, you could have wisdom. Do you think that David didn't know how to fight a battle? But he said, God, what do you want me to do here? And so David began to pray, and then God broke through for him. And the name Baal Perazim it means Lord of the breakthrough or Lord of the breach. It, it's it's saying, in essence, David recognized. This is not just a one-time moment. This is something that you will do. Maybe you've been struggling with an issue or a problem. Maybe it's a pornography addiction. Maybe there's an alcohol abuse. Maybe there's something that is, maybe you're just constantly worried and afraid. Maybe you've been dealing with anxiety. Whatever it is, you might look at that thing and you might say, man, this thing has been a part of my life for so long. I've just learned to adapt to it and move around it. But God is saying, no, there's a moment of Breakthrough that you need, and maybe you're discouraged. I want to tell you today you are not too far gone from breakthrough. You're not. God is the Lord of the breakthrough, He's the Lord of the breakthrough. Whatever you're facing today, God is able to deal with it. You know, I I used to live in um, Southern California. My dad was in the military, and so we were stationed on Camp Pendleton. And in Southern California, if you just go uh, east, you'll run into desert. And so, what we would do is we'd go camping in the desert. Uh, I had a, a little uh, minivan at the time; it was my first car, a Plymouth Voyager. Uh, we called it the Mother of All Voyages, and um, we we took that thing out into the desert and we used it as an off-roading vehicle. And So we would go into the desert, and while we were driving through the desert, uh, there would be these signs, and I didn't really understand these signs. They almost made me laugh, because I would see these signs, and I think we have a picture of it here. Uh, It would say, flash floods, and I'd always be so confused. I'd say, what in the world... (laughs) It's not raining, guys. This, there's no floods, okay? There's no floods that are going to take place out here. And I, I would just be like, this is crazy. Why is this sign here, you know? Uh, this is maybe a prehistoric sign. that they, you know, that Maybe there used to be floods here. I don't know. But I would see these signs, and I would just kind of laugh. And then we would drive, and we would drive through these what looked like riverbeds. And I'm like, where do these come from? What I didn't realize at the time... Is it in the desert, what happens is when ground is hard, yeah, you could see the other picture. When ground is hard, when rain comes down, what begins to happen is that the water does not penetrate the ground. And so in a matter of moments, in the desert, when it rains, you can be in the middle of a flood. And you could see, this is actually in southern Israel. And so when David says he is the Lord of the breakthrough, what he was saying is, God breaks through for me like a flood that I was not expecting. In a dry, in a weary place. Maybe your life is like that. Maybe you say, man, there is just no hope for a breakthrough in my life. I want to tell you, in the dry place, in the place where it seems least likely for a breakthrough, that's the place that God wants to break through. That's the place that God wants to rush in like a flood. He wants to see your family member come back to Jesus. He wants to see your marriage restored. He wants to see you walk in purity. God wants it for you. You know, uh, the thing about this story is it's kinda crazy because have you ever noticed this? when you feel like you get victory from something and then all of a sudden you you're walking and you're just like so happy and you you have this sense i don't know about you guys but for me i have this this thought in my mind sometimes and i'm like you know i have this just this one issue and if i was just to deal with this one issue all of my other issues, they would just like they would just like crumble. It would be like a domino effect. And I, I really feel like, you know, because I know I'll never be perfect, but pretty much, if if this one issue was gone, all these other issues would, would fall by the wayside. And I, I I am not here to discourage you, but that's not true. I've learned from personal experience. Maybe I'm the only one that thinks this way. In my church, what one of the things that that I tell them is, I say, if if you don't say amen, then I'm going to preach longer. Okay, so if you want to eat lunch, I need to hear you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we, amen. Yeah, somebody's hungry. Amen. Um, so when 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 you look at now, I totally lost it. What was I saying? I don't even remember. Somebody said amen, it startled me. Um, but we uh, we're. I really did forget. No, <laughs> breakthrough. That's what I'm preaching on today. When, <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love you. So when, when uh, uh, there was this time, okay, I'm just gonna, I don't remember where I was. I'm just gonna go back to somewhere. I, uh, there was this one moment where I, uh, I went whitewater rafting. Has anybody ever been whitewater rafting? Yes? Okay, so uh, the first time that I went whitewater rafting, I was shocked out of my mind. The water had just thawed 24 hours prior. It was in Alaska. And we were whitewater rafting. And, and when I touched that water, I, I thought, that's, that's dangerous just to touch that, that water. Because I'm going to go into hypothermia for sure. And I remember... When I looked at the water, I said, okay, I, I think I could get through this. And, and so we got in the boat, and I don't remember all the instructions that the instructor gave us, but I do remember this. The, the instructor, they said, when I say paddle, I need you to paddle as hard as you can. I said, okay, I, I could do that. That's, that's, that's good. I got this. And, and so we get in the boat, and we're going through uh, Category 4 rapids, this is my first time if you don't know category four is like the the, the big ones okay so uh, we're we're going in the water, and I'm looking ahead and I'm like, okay, I don't see the other side of that water where Where does that go, and why is our boat going towards that area and and the, then I hear paddle, paddle, and so we're going up and down. This freezing cold water is going over my body. I'm trying to paddle in the water, and I'm, I don't even know if it's touching the water. I think I had like a couple air paddles. It's like just, you know, I'm going. I don't know if I'm doing any good at all because the river is already raging and rushing. I don't really have to do anything for the boat to go forward, but he told me to paddle, so I'm going to paddle. And what I learned was that the guide was in the back. And the guide was actually acting as a rudder. His paddle was directing the boat. Is it a boat? Raft. Yeah, that's what it is. Boats are bigger, right? Yeah, okay. So he was directing the raft. And and as he was going down the river, he's saying, paddle, paddle, paddle. Now, in my mind, I'm like, I don't know why I'm paddling. This river is rushing. This river does not need me to move this raft forward. But because the guide said to paddle, I paddled. I think that when David faced the Philistines, when they came the second time, sometimes when you run up against the Philistines or you run up against your issues the second time, you come to a place where you say, I thought I was done with this. We went to counseling and our marriage was going great, but now we're fighting again. I, I used to have victory in this area of my life. My finances were in a good place, but then, then I lost my job. And, and you find yourself facing the same battle again. You find yourself facing the same enemy again. It can be discouraging, but I, I have news for you. Breakthrough is not a one-time event. Breakthrough is not something that God gives you once and then if you end up facing that problem again, it means that God actually didn't move on your behalf. That's not the case. That's what the devil wants you to believe. But the reality is, is that life is a fight and it is a battle. From start to finish, there's not going to be a day where you could just sit back and say, man, I'm glad I fought all those battles. Now I'm going to take it easy. If you do that, you're going to end up like David did at the end of his life with so many failures. Our life is supposed to be a life of continual breakthrough. And when David saw the army in the valley the second time, he went back to the Lord. Now, I find that this is important because we need to keep asking for breakthrough. And then why do we need to keep asking? Because breakthrough doesn't always happen the same way every time. Sometimes God will say to you, hey, I need you to go and apologize to your wife. And then sometimes he'll say, you need to take your wife on a date. Guys, I know that this is like breakthrough information here. I could see you're like, oh, yes, the Lord is giving you breakthrough right now. God has a different strategy. We need to listen for God's strategy. Can you imagine? I love in this story, look at what... Look at what it says, and the Philistines came up yet again and spread out in the valley of Rephim, and when David inquired of the Lord, he said, you shall not go up, go around to the rear, and come against them opposite the balsam trees, and when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then rouse yourself, for there, then the Lord has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. Wait a second, what? What? Can you imagine David talking to his men? He's like, okay, guys, so what we're going to do this time is we're going to go hide in the trees. And when you hear marching in the tops of the trees, that's when we're going to go. His men were probably kind of like looking around like, did, did I miss here? What did he say? He said, wait for marching in the tops of the trees. Nowhere in all of biblical history had there ever been a battle where there was marching in the tops of the trees. But you see, David understood. I might not understand why I'm paddling, but if God says to paddle, I'm just going to keep paddling. Because he's in the back and he knows, he knows where the rapids are. He knows where things are going off. And he's the one that's able to direct and to guide. He's the one that knows the river. We have to listen to the God, You see, because there's actually a battle that's taking place on two planes for all of us. We are fighting a battle that is not simply on the natural. It is also in the supernatural. And see, when we fight a battle, some of us, we've been fighting a battle, and the reason that we have been losing is because we have been fighting a supernatural battle with natural resources. And the thing that we need is a supernatural breakthrough. You see, God said to David, he's like, no, you wait until you hear the marching of heaven's armies. Wait until the in the spirit realm there is breakthrough so that in the natural you can go and obey and do what I've asked you to do. Y- you know, Ephesians chapter six, verse twelve says this: It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. This is all throughout the New Testament. When we fight, we are not just fighting in the natural. We are fighting a supernatural battle. And what that means is that when God gives you breakthrough in your marriage, there is a spiritual dynamic that is happening. When God gives you breakthrough in your finances, there is something in the spirit that needs to break loose when God gives you a victory in any area, your battle is not just flesh and blood. Can I have the band come up? We're about to close. I want to give you guys an opportunity to pray and to experience what I'm talking about. You know, um, I was praying for you guys. And as I was praying for you, an image came to my mind, and I didn't see your faces, I've never met you, I don't know you, Um, but an image came to my mind. Yesterday, uh, I was at my house, and I was, uh, uh, we're having people over, and so I I needed to get my house clean, and so you know, you know how you do, you like, whenever guests come over, your house is like cleaner than it's ever been, and then they come over, and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, the house is a mess, and you know that whole deal so you're like uh so we were having people over we were trying to get the kids to to clean the house and and so my kids are full of energy that I'm sure like all kids and and so I they were like I'm like hey Elliot I need you to go into the living room Elliot 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 I need Elliot and he's just like he's like Tigger you know jumping around He's all over the place. And, and my daughter was the same. She was kind of like doing twirls or something like that. So I said, okay, hey, guys, 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 come here, come here. And I, and I grabbed their hands. And as I grabbed their hands, it was crazy because immediately they had more focus. And so I grabbed their hands and I said, come with me. And I took them to the living room. And I said, hey, you see all those Legos? I need you to pick those up. Because if someone steps on them, they're gonna be sorry that they were ever born because that kills. I need you to pick those Legos up, and and hey Eden, you see all that all those drawings that that you did over there? I need you to pick those up, okay? And then I said, okay, now what did Daddy just say? And they turned around and they said, pick up the Legos and pick up the drawings. I said, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. And I said, okay come on, let's go, let's go to the next place. And then Elliot, he broke free. He, he like let go of my hand and he's like running again. So I'm like, no, no, come back. Grabbed his hand, pulled him. I said, let's go, let's go look at this again. And as I began to walk them through, what was amazing to me is immediately they were able to hear me better because I was holding their hand. I believe that you're supposed to listen for the strategy of heaven. I I believe that God wants to give you breakthrough, but he needs you to hear his heart and hear his voice today. He needs you to be able to listen to him, to be able to understand what's taking place in the spirit realm because you can't see it. But God, he sees it all. He's able to understand what's going on in your life and what's going on in, the, in your spouse's life. He's able to understand the, the temptations that someone else is going through and the, the spiritual dynamics that are involved. Maybe you have a temper and you thought, man, I, I just I need, to, I need to just learn to control my temper, but actually what God says is, no, what I want you to do in the spiritual is I want you to forgive your dad when you don't have a spirit of judgment anymore, you're going to be released to walk in freedom. A counselor can't tell you that. God has to tell you that. There's spiritual breakthrough that I believe that God wants to do in this place. The image that I got for you while I was praying for you is that Jesus was literally walking through this place and he was taking people by the hand and he's like, listen to me, come and follow me. Maybe it's an intimidating thought for you to hear God's voice, but I wanna tell you something. God loves to speak to people. He wants to talk to you. It doesn't have to be this hyper-spiritual thing. God can lead you in a direction. You can open up your Bible. You can just pray. You can do the things that you normally do now, except with faith, believing that God is going to talk to you. Because Jesus wants to grab your hand and he wants to walk you along a path and along a journey. He wants you to focus your eyes on him. Can you stand with me? The band is gonna play and I just wanna pray over you and then Pastor Dan's gonna come and and close us out. But as they begin to play, can I encourage you Whatever the issue that you need breakthrough in today, can you just, everyone just close your eyes. You don't need to see anyone. Right now, I just want you to take the thing that you need breakthrough for, and I want you to put that before the Lord. Imagine that you're holding it in your hand, and I want you to just put that before the Lord. And I want you to ask, God, give me breakthrough. God, give me your strategy. I need your wisdom. I need your supernatural plan. And God, I don't want to do this in my own strength. And I also don't want to sit back and not do anything. And so God, I'm bringing it to you. And I'm asking that you would show me the way of breakthrough. Jesus, right now, I just pray for marriages in this room. I pray that marriages would be restored. I pray, oh God, that forgiveness would flow freely. I pray, Lord, for the person that needs a financial breakthrough. Lord, maybe there's debt in their, in their life and maybe they've just not been able to get a hold of their finances. I pray, oh God, give them breakthrough, we pray. Give them a strategy for breakthrough. God, I believe that the reason sometimes that we don't know what breakthrough looks like is because you want us to be dependent on you. And so God, I pray for a spirit of dependence in all of us. I ask, oh God, Lord, that we would not just know what to do and just keep doing the same thing. I pray that we would come to you and say, God, how do you want to solve this? How do you want to break through in this area? Some of you, maybe you have a sickness in your body and there's no way that you can have a breakthrough unless God breaks through for you. Today, we wanna pray for healing. God, we ask, oh Lord, that you would heal in this place. We pray for sicknesses to be done away with. We pray for backs to be healed. We pray for diseases to be healed. Lord, if there's cancer in this room, we command it to leave right now in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for the person that needs a supernatural breakthrough in their gifts. I pray, oh God, pour out your spirit on us, oh God. May we begin to operate in the fullness of who you've called us to be. I ask, oh God, Lord, some of us, Lord, maybe we've been struggling with depression. I pray that the joy of the Lord would be our strength. I pray that you'd break off discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, Lord, that when people come to you, oh God, you would not be distant, but you would be close, oh God. I pray for the backslider. I pray for the child that's run away. God, bring them back in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what's happening in our world, all the different messages, all the different lies that could be believed. We believe, oh God, that the seeds that were planted. When those children were, when they were babies, oh God, we pray, oh God, Lord, may they begin to bear fruit now. We pray for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. We trust you to do this, oh God. Every issue that's represented here, we just pray supernatural breakthrough in the name of Jesus. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear about what God is doing in your life. To share your story or a prayer request, simply hit contact on our website. You can also support the ministry of Hope Culture Church by visiting hopeculturechurch.com give. We hope you have a great week.